The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJack.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Had some technical difficulties today, so we're recording on uh, on the iPhone and with the AirPods here. We're going to try to get back to our usual setup uh, later this week. But today is the start of our Jaguars training camp preview series. We'll go through each position group uh, in between now and the start of 2022 Jaguars training camp, which is July 24th. Uh, we're kicking it off today with the cornerback group, maybe one of the more important groups on the team, certainly cornerback uh, with with the way the passing games in the NFL today are, certainly is one of the more important positions in terms of stopping the pass and remaining competitive. And when you look at cornerbacks, it only takes one guy to be wrong for everything to go bad. For defense, if your cornerbacks uh, blow coverage, if they miss their assignment, it only takes one for it to go wrong. So you need guys that are reliable, consistent, and and you need several of them to, to be an effective defense. If you're a fan of the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. You can follow myself at Jordan Lugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Quick reminder that my show, DeLugo on Duval, is available exclusively on the relevant app. It's live at 2 p.m. on Mondays and Wednesdays throughout the summer. Let's jump into these cornerbacks. We've got Tyson Campbell out of Georgia going into his second year. 2021 second-round pick, 33rd overall. Shaquille Griffin, he came over from Seattle last offseason, signed a a big deal with the Jaguars, $15 million per year. He's going into his sixth year as a pro, his second year with the team. He's about to turn 27. You've also brought over Darius Williams, a former uh, Super Bowl champion with the Los Angeles Rams, 2021 Super Bowl champion. A starter over there, hometown kid, played his, uh, his high school ball here and grew up in the area. Signed a three-year deal worth $30 million. He's 29 going into his sixth year. Got a little bit of a late start in the NFL. And, of course, you've got Trey Herndon. Jaguars have had him around for a long time. Signed another one-year deal this offseason to remain with the team. He's entering his fifth year as a former undrafted free agent fined by Tony Khan. Xavier Crawford, he followed Deshae Townsend over from Chicago. He's entering his third year. And, of course, Deshae Townsend is the Jaguars' defensive backs coach and passing game coordinator. You drafted Gregory Jr. in the sixth round out of Washita Baptist, and then you've also got Monteric Buster Brown, who they drafted out of Arkansas in the seventh round. Chris Claybrooks was a seventh-round pick in 2020. Brandon Rusnak, undrafted free agent in 2020. Benji Franklin, Josh Thompson, Shabari Davis are all listed as DBs on the Jaguars' roster. I think all of them are looking more like they're going to be competing for safety spots, even though Josh Thompson, he did play cornerback at Texas, but he's got that physical frame 
uh, that aggressive playing style and not afraid to hit, he might be more of that kind of hybrid safety role competing in, in, in that area instead of the cornerback group. So as I mentioned, this group is led by Deshae Townsend, who played in Pittsburgh for a long, long time. He's been uh, coaching the secondary for uh, over a decade now. He's been coaching secondaries around the NFL and college as well. Uh, most recently spent three years in Chicago, like I mentioned, brought over Xavier Crawford with him. Uh, Deshae told me a couple weeks ago, if you can't tackle, you can't be on the field, can't play. So that's going to be a key here, and I appreciate that sentiment. Being in a division that is so run-focused, and and they're going to be playing against some more physical receivers in this division. When you look at uh, Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, two big-bodied receivers over there in, in, in Indy, and then in Tennessee, you've got Traylon Burks, who's one of the bigger receivers you'll ever see in the NFL. Um, so... You've got some big boys, Nico Collins, over in Houston as well. But yeah, can't tackle, can't play in this division. Not against Derrick Henry, not against Jonathan Taylor, Damian Pierce. You just can't do it. This group has a lot of different body types. You've got some guys that are six foot plus, right? You've got Tyson Campbell, who is a long athletic corner, six foot one. Shaquille Griffin, six foot. Um, Trey Herndon, he's only five foot nine. Also, Chris Claybrooks is only 5'9". Xavier Crawford, Greg Jr., Monteric Buster-Brown, Brandon Rusnak, these guys are all in that 5'11", 6-foot range, pretty average for NFL cornerbacks. So you've got some length, you've got some more diminutive guys, you've got a lot of different body types, and they're hoping that's going to help give them versatility and depth at multiple different spots. You're going to be in nickel in the NFL more often than any other alignment, uh, so at least three cornerbacks are going to be on the field the majority of the time when you're watching the Jaguars in 2022. And, and when you think about that, you're looking at Tyson Campbell and Shaquille Griffin and Darius Williams as that clear top three. Those are going to be the main three that you see on the field the most, barring injury. And then after that, I think Trey Herndon is probably in a tier by himself. Uh, he has a ton of experience, and he's going into his fifth year. Uh, I think... He's a guy that has you know, re-signed with the team the last two years on one-year deals. And he just presents, I think, a pretty high floor for a backup. Um, and I do think he's primarily going to be competing as a nickel, not an outside um, corner. Then I think Xavier Crawford and Chris Claybrooks are kind of in the same bucket. Crawford has better length. Claybrooks has better speed, but they're the next tier for me. Both young, but with some experience on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of special teams experience for both of those guys. Uh, after that, I've got Monteric Buster Brown and Gregory Jr., who I think both have the talent to have staying power on this roster, but they're sixth and seventh round picks. They're going to have to compete for their spot. And I think they will compete well. You've already seen that from Gregory Jr. and Buster Brown. And realistically, I think that's probably the group that has a, a chance to make the roster, a good chance to make the roster. As I mentioned, I think Josh Thompson might have a chance, but more as like a hybrid safety. Um, so those are the ones we're going to be focusing on here. I think... 
Tyson Campbell, Shaq Griffin, those are going to be the two outside corners for your Jacksonville Jaguars in 2022 when the season starts. Tyson Campbell, as I mentioned, he's six foot one, uh, very long, very athletic. He really started to thrive last year when the Jaguars were allowing him to keep his eyes in the backfield versus playing just that straight up man coverage where you're just locked in on the receiver. He does a lot better when he has a visual on the quarterback. And over the last eight games of his rookie year, he was one of the top cornerbacks in football in terms of making plays on the ball, uh, being a, a, a quality run defender and tackler and picking passes off and just not allowing many completions. He had one rough game uh, during that that stretch, and that was against the Patriots when the wheels just kind of fell off for the Jaguars in that one. Other than that, he played lockdown football, made a lot of big plays again, both against the pass and the run. So you look at him as one of your starters outside. I think Shaquille Griffin as well is clearly one of the starters outside. Uh, the Jaguars signed him to a big deal last offseason, $15 million per uh, he's six foot. He can match up with most guys. Really had an impressive year outside of not being able to capitalize on any of the times he got his hands on the football. I think he led about four or five pretty simple interceptions. Uh, let the uh, opposing quarterback get away with it. And he's been focusing on that this offseason, focusing on making sure he can haul the ball in uh, and, and capitalize on those mistakes that opposing quarterbacks might make. So those are your two starters on the outside. Darius Williams is going to start in the nickel for your Jaguars. Uh, Deshae Townsend kind of made it seem like there's going to be a little competition there. I don't buy it. The Jaguars are paying him $10 million per year. He's going to play a major role for this football team as the nickel. He did play, despite being 5'9", he's primarily played on the outside throughout his career. So that will be a bit of an adjustment for him kicking inside uh, more often than not. But I think with his uh, his athletic profile and and his skills, he will transition there nicely. How does that stack up? I mean, I think Tyson Campbell and Shaquille Griffin as your two outside corners is is uh, probably not top of the league, but that's probably two guys that I mean, when you see Tyson Campbell's development throughout his rookie year, you see Shaquille Griffin, he's going into his sixth year. He's a true veteran at this point, and he's going into his second year with the team. I think you probably don't look at both of those guys as like a top five group or top five uh, duo as starting corners in the league, but probably somewhere in that uh, eight to 12 range. I think that they're both really talented. Tyson Campbell has all all the ability in the world. And Shaquille Griffin, he's no slouch himself. I mean, he is six foot. He's really fast. He's really sticky in coverage. He just needs to capitalize on his opportunities to intercept passes in 2022. And he will take a big step forward in terms of how fans and media are looking at him as a player. And Darius Williams, he's got to prove that he can play in the slot. I think he can. Depth-wise, as with most position groups, you lose more than one guy, and you probably could be in trouble, but there is some upside here. I think if Trey Herndon has to fill in at nickel, you feel okay with that. And the way I'm looking at this is if, if Darius Williams goes down uh, at nickel, obviously I would plug Trey Herndon in there. But then let's say Tyson Campbell or Shaquille Griffin go down, I think you bump Darius back outside where he's played most of his career 
and then you get Trey Herndon in the nickel or Xavier Crawford in the nickel. So basically, I think Darius Williams is going to be the backup at both outside corner spots. And if, if one of those guys goes down, I think you're going to try to plug in one of your backup nickels, which I think when you look at Trey Herndon and Xavier Crawford, uh, you feel pretty good about having a decent chance to have a decent backup nickel. I think Chris Claybrooks fits better in that role as well. If he even makes the team, it's going to be tough for him. Um, he's been around a couple years, but there's more depth here and more talent here at cornerback than there has been in a while. Uh, going back to 2018, really. So I think after that, Gregory Jr. and Buster Brown, how quickly are they going to be ready to be on the field? We've seen some positive moments from both guys throughout uh, the summer so far, and you're going to want to see a lot more of that moving into training camp. I think both players have staying power. Um, my projected group here after final cuts is obviously Tyson, Tyson Campbell, Shaquille Griffin, Darius Williams, then Trey Herndon and Xavier Crawford. That's four and five at nickel. And then I ha I'm going to have them keeping seven. I'm going to have them keeping Gregory Jr. and Buster Brown. That might not be popular. That might not be the way they go. But when you look at Doug Peterson as a head coach, he's not really dogmatic in his views on how many players you need to have at each position. Uh, he's really been flexible based on the rosters that he's had. You've seen him keep more guys at one position one year, keep less the next year. It's not a rigid kind of decision-making process there. It's very fluid. So I think if you have seven players who you want to keep around, you can do that. Um, and you might be a little light somewhere else. Maybe you do only keep six. Maybe you keep five. I mean, can you stash somebody on the practice squad? We'll see how they have it playing out. Uh, in Jacksonville with this cornerback group, but I think you can feel much better about this than you have, again, since 2018 with the cornerback play. I think the top three really is a very good group, and Tyson Campbell has the potential to develop into a, a lockdown starter on the outside. And then looking at this group and, and grading them, I have it at a solid B right now, a mid-tier B. I think the floor is a C-plus because you do have three really quality starters, um, and you do have Trey Herndon and Xavier Crawford, who you feel good about stepping in at nickel, Darius Williams moving outside if need be uh, with injuries. Um, so, yeah, I have the floor at a C-plus because I do like the rookies they brought in as well. And then ceiling is an A. Like I said, Tyson Campbell, if he takes another step forward, if Shaquille Griffin starts capitalizing on uh, the interception opportunities, this is a group that they're going to defend the run. Uh, they're going to be sticky in coverage. And if they just make some more plays that are there to be made and, you know, maybe the pass rush gets juiced up a little bit, gets gets these guys more opportunities in 2022. So I'm going to have an A as their ceiling. Uh, the floor is a C plus and the overall grade is a B going into the 2022 season for the Jaguars cornerback group. That is going to do it. Thanks for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.